Hi, I'm Shama. Hi, I'm Amrita, and together we're the hosts of The, the Voice, Voice Out, Out Podcast. Podcast. Shama is one of my best friends, and even though we talk about everything under the sun, we have some healthy debates and sometimes some opposing views. But there is a lot that makes us the same. And there's a lot that makes us different. Whenever we have one of these debates or discussions or even chats, we find one of us gives the other a different perspective. So we thought, we don't want to keep that in. We want to voice it out. back with the voice it out podcast hello shama hi Maria. how are you doing i'm very well thank you how are you i'm all right i'm doing good for good happy weekend happy weekend yes so without any further ado (laughs) i'm going to say that this episode is probably one that i was really looking forward to talk to talk to talk about (laughs) and i think it's stuff that we have kind of talked about between us yes Um, With other people, with each other. Of course. So basically, today's episode is about whether for the British Asian community, obviously that's our perspective in Mm -hmm. most podcasts, whether we as a collective see marriage as being a necessity or being an achievement or being kind of like the gold medal of life kind of thing. Mm. Um, So I just want to give a bit of background before we begin, (laughs) because I have just turned 40 and I'm not married. I have never been married. I don't have kids. And Shama Hello. got married about seven, seven, seven eight, eight, months, eight ago. months ago. Yep, eight months ago. So, yeah, well, so we're coming at it from two completely different perspectives, yeah. right? Well, when this comes out, it'll probably be a little bit, I think it'll be nine months. But regardless, I got married last year. <laughs> yes, she got married in 2022. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, we just wanted to touch on the different kind of perspectives that this subject brings about. And uh, yeah. the reason I wanted to give the background of both of us is that I don't want to say that we're discarding anyone else's no. background, someone who might be divorced, someone who might have children inside, outside of marriage, someone who doesn't want to get married. Yeah. Whatever it is, we just wanted to say that we are talking from our own personal yes. perspectives. So please don't shoot us if we don't <laughs> say like the politically correct thing according to another perspective. Yes. This subject is really deep rooted. And I know that we, you know, we're coming from a British Asian perspective, but there are a lot of people outside of the British Asian community who also can relate to this. And for me, especially, it's very, very interesting because I've had, like Amrita said, I mean, I've had plenty of conversations with Amrita about this. I've also had plenty of conversations with other people, married and unmarried, about it. And it's very loaded. Just putting it mildly. <laughs> putting it mildly. Yes. Okay, so I'll start yep. and I'll set my own scene. Okay, so basically, like I said, I've just turned 40 and uh, there are certain people who think that I don't want to get married. There are certain people who want to help me get married. Mm-hmm. And then there are certain people who kind of think I should be married by now. And obviously, I think that as well. Not in a, not in a regressive way. Okay. But it's, uh, I think I've always wanted to get married in a way. Okay. Since I was very little. But obviously, I'm my own woman, and I'm not yes. going to settle for any uh, any kind of Tom, Dick, Thank or Harry, the right? Lord. So, <laughs> I know I, I know a lot of women in my position, and I know a lot of women that I've met through these women as well, who are in the same position, who just simply haven't met the right person. Mm. And sometimes it's really that simple. And yeah. I can't stress this enough that if someone is, I don't know, a relative or a friend, was, you know, if I get asked, even at work sometimes, yeah. I get asked, do you have children? Are you married?
hundred. And I've got to a point where sometimes it embarrasses me only yeah. because, as in it embarrasses me to say no, mm. only because I just see the other person's reaction and it's sort of like, oh, and it's almost like, mm. you know, like I saw this in a film or maybe it was in Sex in the City, I can't remember, where it was like someone in her mid thirties or something was not married, didn't have kids, whatever, and was dating, like, mm going on dates to find her person right and there was something that happened i think it was a bridal shower for a friend or something like that and someone asked her about her status her relationship status and she said you know i'm i'm single and it was almost a i feel sorry for you reaction oh i feel sorry that this hasn't happened for you the head tilt yeah and i i haven't got specifically that but i do kind of feel like it kind of almost gets there and I just think to myself why like I don't feel sorry for myself I have dodged so many bullets yes right and I don't feel sorry for myself I feel like I've missed out in a way because I would love to have been married in my 20s and then you know all the rest of it will have your life planned out right but it just hasn't happened and like I said I'm not about to settle for someone that is wrong for me just because I want that to happen and just because I want to get married so that's my perspective of it and I'm going to give you the married the newly married perspective (laughs) I'm gonna have I do have to say I'm so thankful that you are like that that you're not gonna (laughs) just be like oh I want to be married so I'm just gonna settle because I know many stories so do Um, I actually I know quite a few stories about people who have kind of gone down the oh my god panic route I think for like for me So I have been with my husband, we were dating, having a serious relationship for 12, 13 years before we decided that we wanted to get married. And I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, that's such a long time. And yeah, it is. Yeah, I kind of just said that in my head as well, even though I knew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's a very long time. But again, neither of us were going to settle for, oh, we've, we've been going out for this long. You know, we have to get married because that's what it is. We just weren't ready. And being married now even for the short amount of time that I have been I am so glad that we just made our own rules up because you know so you're glad you did it in your 30s rather than your 20s oh is that what you mean absolutely you know the fact that we did it on our own terms we knew that we weren't going to be with anyone else we knew that we wanted to be together but taking that step of being married sharing a life together and all the things that comes with it it's a big deal and the way we wanted to do it we wanted to do it properly and not just for the sake of oh everyone this is what everyone does it kind of really taught me to sort of because I'd never been I knew I wanted to get married but I'd never been someone who was constantly in the position of oh I need to be in a relationship all the time to know what I want you know like I was kind of free-spirited in that sense and to be to be honest I've said this before like especially growing up and in my junior my teen, teenage years and stuff like that I'd see people in relationships and be like I don't really want that I'm absolutely <laughs> fine with why well was it the certain kind of relationship you were seeing it probably okay. but it was just very much like you know when, like I mean come on like you're that young and it's just you know like my friends crying over oh my god he cheated on me and he did this and he did that and even like guys like I'd be friends with guys during college and they are brilliant friends like as friends and even in uni like brilliant friends as friends absolutely wonderful love them to bits but when they're in relationships I'm like what are you doing like what the (laughs) hell is wrong with you can you just be normal stop being this idiot who you know like just completely different personality yeah it was just one of those things where it was like if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't and then when I was finally in a relationship with my now husband it was very much like okay I for a lot of reasons it was very much like 
for, for you know okay do I want this where do I want this to go how do I want it to be and also I've always been in the thought that I don't want to lose myself of being someone's something you know I want to be able to be independent for myself and yeah like I said like now it's actually really really helped because my thinking I've had that time to develop we've had that time to develop our relationship and this is a whole new journey which I'm now ready for whereas if I did this in my 20s yeah I don't think it would work (laughs) on on, on being honestly I don't think and that's not anything to do with anyone else but how I am with myself my thinking the way that I deal with things I mean I still have to work on a lot of things but yeah like I was a very different person in my 20s and I don't think that I would be in a position of making of of thinking the way I do um especially because I also like I live with my in-laws as well and stuff like that so when I was in my 20s I was very naive about things and also I didn't have as much self-awareness about myself so now that you've done it yeah and you've been in there and in that position kind of thing for eight months and you were engaged like maybe a year before that eight just months? just under so a year yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten, sorry not eight months 10 10 11 months yeah. okay so to go back to our original question yes do you think marriage is seen as in a British Asian community, do you think it's seen as the ultimate achievement? It is seen do you as... you see it like that now it, that you've got married? It is seen as the ultimate achievement. It is not the ultimate achievement. Okay. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but I feel like there is so much more to just being married. Like now I, I feel like I'm on a whole other self-discovery of being married because everyone's experience is different now. Like the conventions of what marriage is like is now very different. Um, I've gone quite traditional still in the sense that I got married and moved in with my in-laws and I moved away to a whole new place. Um, a whole new world. A whole day is definitely a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... So if, again, I'll give a bit of background. Shama used to live in South London. I used to live in South London. She is no longer in London. I am not, no, it's, I literally today, this morning, I was telling you, I feel like I live in the wilderness. Yeah, um, and I gave her a laughing, <laughs> laughing crying emoji. It is, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not as easy to get around. Um, and, but this is another thing. It's, it's that whole thing of like, I'm, I've always been really great with change. I've always been really good with change. But this is change on a whole new scale because before, change would be temporary change would be on my terms whereas this is change that isn't really on my terms and but it's a change that you knew was coming oh yeah so, I definitely yeah. knew was coming and the thing is it's it's one of those things where it's wonderful like and this is why I'm like I'm so glad I did it now rather than before because you know I, I now am more open to being able to have like not only just build my relationship with my husband but build a relationship with my in-laws and have my own relationship with them it's not just oh they're my husband's parents but you know they are now pretty much my carers kind of in that sense I have that closer bond with them I'm coming to a stage where I'm not relying on my husband to sort of go to them through for things and I think that's really really important because for me I'm quite family orientated and I think I need that but I feel because of the change the physical change that's happened I, I feel a little bit lost and obviously that will develop. Um, I think that's understandable because previously when I've known, even like if someone's come from India and yeah. their husband or wife is British and they've moved to London or Britain, yeah. um, the UK, I think it's a lot of people that I've spoken to, it's taken them a good two to three years before they've actually thought of the London or the UK as their home. As their home. Yeah, it's true. And they finally felt settled. And yeah. you've only, I know you've literally only moved out of the city. And yeah. you're not, it's not like you're hours away. You're no. like, you know, you're, you're not, Far, far, but you're far enough. And yeah. it's just one of those, I think it's one of those things where you just 
you know that you are adjusting in a way yeah I think it's I'm I have to basically just be patient with the whole thing and figure it out myself and also because like London is so accessible like I didn't need a car I didn't need you know it's so like I could get anywhere like we've there's strikes and stuff on but it wouldn't really affect me because I could get anywhere whereas now it's sort of like oh hold on there are absolutely no trains into London I can't (laughs) go and just go and see my friends and stuff like that but it's a life change it is it's definitely a life change I mean so I wanted to ask you when I, I know you said that you you had always wanted to be you know be married since you were young when did that thought process first come about and what what did that look like to you then and what does that look like to you now so it's a bit this is you know like people are gonna see mm, samarita being filmy no, but basically it is me film being yeah. filmy because i'm a bollywood head right yeah so obviously my idea of romance from when i was young hmm. has come from bollywood films absolutely right? same here so it's one of those things where i think when i was about i don't know seven eight i always wanted to be married and i don't know just the thought of having a life partner yeah and building something with them and just going through life with a companion. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of simple thought. And I think, I don't know whether it might be because I'm an only child mm. um, and I just wanted an, a companion where, you know, some people have them as siblings, right? Yeah. Through life. I don't have that. So I think that maybe it came from that kind of perspective. But yeah, it's definitely through Bollywood films. My <laughs> idea of love and romance and marriage and all that kind of stuff is from Bollywood films. And it's not unrealistic in that sense. I I didn't see it unrealistically. But obviously, as I've grown older, that idea has developed, developed, developed. But I think it's really, it's interesting because I, you know, I touched on in the beginning the way that people react when they know you're 40 and you're not married. Mm. They just assume that you've had a failed marriage or a failed relationship or you've got children or whatever. Mm. And that's totally fine because by the age of 40, it's inevitable, right? That you've been through something or the other. But I think for me, it's, it's more one of those things where I don't feel lonely. Okay. But I think when I'm at weddings or Mm. I'm at family functions and stuff, it does get to a point where you're like, I really want to be here with someone. Yeah. I don't want to be standing by myself. I don't want to, you know, like it, it, it sounds so, minuscule no but, but it's i not. think it's one it's only a feeling that you know if you've been yeah. there um and you've kind of just I, I think in my head it's obviously i don't want to have a life partner just for those things right yeah but it's just one of those things where it's just like you see people are all coupled up mm. and then you just sort of think why has that not happened to me and i think that's that's my thing mm. you know for the last few years i've definitely been like why have i not met someone mm. like why am i different you know, do you get what I mean? Yeah, no, I completely agree. And you agree. do question it. And yeah. I think yeah, it's quite natural, I think. Of talking to is. some of my single friends of, of around the same age, I think it's quite natural to question, why am I not meeting the mm. right person? Why is this happening to me when I want this and I'm not getting it? Yeah. You know, like it's one of those things. But I think, you know, like I said, I'd rather, and I've explained this to my parents as well, I'd yeah. rather be happy and single. Yeah than unhappy and married hmm. or unhappy and in a relationship because that's a whole different ball game, oh, right? Especially if you're game. married. Obviously there is, you know, there is still a stigma around divorce and all the rest of it. But I think just knowing that you think you thought you had married the right person hmm. and it just falls apart. I think that yeah. would be worse for me than being single and never meeting someone. Yeah. And I know that's different for everyone, but that's my own perspective. No, but that is something that makes sense. And it's also, it's kind of, that's also a detriment to your own experiences as well, I guess. Yeah. It's it's actually quite interesting that you, you said that because it's a lot of it is the perception of other people. As in, you mean as in, as in the a way lot of other the, people see yeah, it? Yeah, like the way other people see it. And it's sort of just like, well, how much does it affect you? When you have people just have that sort of make make that assumption that oh you're, oh you're not married so your life must be really crap. 
or really so like, oh my I God, think, poor think, you. Yeah. Do you know I what mean, I mean? I mean, I think I do get that sometimes, but I think more often than not, the reaction I get is, but you're so like sociable and you always meet people and how comes you've not met anyone yet? And it's just sort of like, I have met people, but you know, it's so difficult to meet someone who's right for you. Oh my God, yeah. Like, I can't even stress that enough. And I would say to anyone listening, please do not settle. Don't, absolutely not. Seriously, don't. And I think it's that's what what really gets me. Like, I used to to go to, like, family functions and there's one person who used to constantly, no matter how many times I might meet him once every five years or whatever it is, always in front of the entire whoever was there would be like, oh, you're not married yet? Are you not married yet? Why are you not married yet? What? And I'm sorry, but I'm, uh, there comes a point where it's like, it's none of your business. Yeah, but this person was quite far. It wasn't like a close relative. And not only did they say that, but I think the third time I, uh, the third time I remember, my dad was there. And so the first two times was like in front of everyone. Yeah. How come you've not, ma- how, how come you've not met anyone yet? Like, why are you not married? And then the third time my dad was there and obviously it was other people as well. And yeah. he said it to me, but then he said it to my dad. What? How come you haven't found your daughter someone? My dad was like, it's up to her. What is wrong with... Oh, right, so this is what I mean by it gets embarrassing when... when so it is, it is that mentality of you see marriage as you have to be married. Like, you have to get married. There is no two ways about it. I don't care if you bring you pick someone up off the street that you don't even know you have to get married that's how i felt and i sat there and i thought to myself you know what i never talk apart from my to my closest friends i never talk about dating or the experiences or whatever and it's really it really bugs me that someone can say to someone a single asian woman why are you not married yet because first of all i've got to say it's none of your business like you said Secondly, it could be a really, really traumatic experience that she's gone through. And thirdly, why is it the necessity to get married? And fourth, like you said, you can be happy and not married or not in a relationship or whatever. Like I'm quite happy being me and doing my own thing. But what I'm trying to say is I would prefer to do it with a companion and a life partner. But that doesn't mean, like I said, that I'm just going to pick someone up off the street, right? What I hate about that situation is... No one corrected his behavior. People like no. like there was that whole thing that that should never have happened. You should never yeah. have been put in that position. And there was no one there to say, "Hold on, what is it to you?" And there should be no way that you should be talking, especially if he's not close. Yeah, I know. And it's but like it usually comes. From, like, was he married? Yeah, mm. like an uncle. And this is another. But thing. But this it's is like, my thing. But it's just it's just one of those things where I just think it's really also not very fair to kind of put the blame on a parent absolutely not because i'm not being funny my parents obviously want me to get married yeah. and settle down right but they're, yeah. they're never going to force it onto me they want you to be happy they don't want you to be married just because society says you need to be married yeah and this is you know this is the thing that really gets to me so first of all i just want to like bash the myths a bit yeah because you it. can be happy of course you and can. single yeah. and you don't have to be I sort of heard a family member once saying, oh, that person is so career minded that she's never going to get married. And I argued, I argued it because I was like, hold on, you can't say that. Just because she has a good career and just because she has worked hard to get to a certain point doesn't mean that she doesn't want to get married. You don't know what's going on in her personal life. See, this is it. It's this whole stigma. Okay, yeah, like there's always going to be arguments for and against, but this is exactly what you're saying. You can have a career and you can be married. You have to find the right partner that fits into that. But also, you know, like, it's one of those things where you can have two or three things happening in your life at once. It It doesn't doesn't just have to be, you have to get married. 
it doesn't have to be one or the other. You either have to right. get married or you have to be career orientated. Yeah. You don't have to be either. No. You can literally have... You can be both. You can be both. I remember having conversations with my aunt, a lot of my aunties and I used to joke joke with them all the time. Like they used to be like, oh, why don't you find someone? Like, oh, why don't you, you know, why don't you go? Why don't, why aren't you married? Have you found anyone? And I'm like, where, what shop do I go in to search for this boyfriend to buy? Which, which shop should I go in? Like, you know, where am but I going to find what it this? Is, I think for some people, it's really easy. Yeah. Like they've met someone quite organically, like at uni yeah. or, you know, know them through a ro- local community, whatever yeah. it is, you can meet someone at any point. But for me, I feel like, yes, I've turned 40. No, I'm not married. Mm. But you can meet someone at any point in your life. Yeah, you can. You know, and I'm I'm not, it's not like I've given up. Not yeah. And I'm not, I'm also not saying to someone that, oh, you know, now you're 40, you could just forget it now. Absolutely. And I'm also not at the point where I'm like, I'm happy and I never want that to happen to me. Mm. I haven't given up. No. I've still got hope. But it's just, you know, the mentality of British Asians. Can yeah. I just bring on, bring up one thing? Of course you can. Go for it. The Netflix series Indian Matchmaking. Oh, yes. And although this is an Indian rooted mm. point of view, there are international kind of clients that she has in both of the seasons that yeah. have come out so far. Yeah. And I've got to say that I really, really like in the second season when you had a virile joshi who was saying to sima Andi, why do i have to have like 60 percent yeah why why in my list do i have to settle for a 60 percent why yeah. can't i have all of it when i'm giving 100 percent of myself exactly and i really appreciated that because there were a couple of women in that second season who were going against this sima auntie mentality yeah. of you have to settle for someone like literally settle wasn't there in the first season wasn't like i can't remember her name but she was a fashion designer or she had a fashion company and simanti basically was like well i'm not the right matchmaker for you but you're like if you're going to travel and stuff like that she she basically i don't know if she had a fashion company but it yeah it was, was ankita it was, it was yeah her on and she was like and she was and she went to this other matchmaker and that who, who basically yeah, who was just you need like to calm down. you need to calm like you yeah. need to compromise and you need yeah. to and she was like why should i compromise if yeah. He's not going to compromise. Yeah. If he's going to, if whoever you're setting me up with, if he's going to travel and if he's, if his work takes him everywhere yeah. and I have to go with him, why can't he come with me if my work travels? Exactly. I mean, it's true. Like, it's that stigma of, well, the girl has to sacrifice everything. And this is yeah, another thing. The girl thing. has to adjust. Yeah. The girl has to. And this is what I'm going through now. Mm. Like, the fact that that's what I was told, like, adjust to what they say. Like, I said this in, in the, the first part, the first episode that we did, um, how, like, you know, I was especially to the lead up to, to, to my wedding and the conversations that I would have, how it was very much like, oh, you're getting married now and make sure you do everything that they they tell you to do. And I'm quite opinionated and I have my own opinion. Like, I, you know, I, if, if I feel a certain way, if I feel strongly enough about a certain way, I'll, I'll speak up. And it's it's that whole thing of like, the girl has to change everything about herself in order to mould into that. And it's like, well, no. No, no. But also I feel like the world is different but also yeah. depends the family and, yeah. the, and the kind of two people who are together that might work for them right yeah exactly so it is one of those things but also I think in those kind of series like I'll bring up another series actually Love is Blind uh-huh, there yeah. is I think it was the second season where there was an Indian girl in the US yeah and she matches you know if you don't know the concept of Love is Blind it's basically you don't see the person but you go on dates and you kind of talk through a wall yeah. You don't see how the person looks. You have conversations. You build up a rapport with them. And then you decide whether you want to get married. Mm. So then you propose. So basically, this Indian girl and this Indian guy, they miraculously found each other. Now, okay. for me, when she chose him, I was just like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> okay. Because he was very going against the process. He wanted to know what a girl looked like. He would ask questions. 
Like, right. would I be able to carry you on my... And, you know, just coming to find out how what kind of weight she might be. You know, these kind okay. of really underhand yeah. kind of things. And anyway, so they ended up together and end up engaged. And then when they get to their wedding day, mm. that's when they have to make the decision whether they really want to spend their life together or not. And okay. so she's dressed in this really beautiful kind of off-white lenga. Yeah. And he's obviously dressed in Indian and they got all their friends around and uh, they get to the mandap hmm. and he's, he's ready. He's ready to marry her. And she says no. Why does she hmm. say no though? Because she's choosing herself. He didn't treat her right. Yeah. And he absolutely did not treat her right. He used to compare her. He, 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 so basically the bottom line was he was not physically attracted to her. When they finally met, he realised he wasn't he physically wasn't, attracted okay. and he but didn't get over it. But he wouldn't, res- he didn't respectfully say to her, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not attracted to you. Yeah. I don't think this could. He started making comments to other people about the, uh, some of the other female oh contestants or about her. It was so, honestly, oh I can't tell you how much I really hated this guy. And I even wrote a blog on it, actually. Um, actually, I think I remember you saying, yeah. you said, is it like at the end of it, like they all get together they and they all reunion. have a reunion and uh, he's like, he tries to stir it with other people yeah. as well. Yeah. So it was just oh, a very, yeah. it was, you know, it was, it, you know, obviously these things are edited a certain yeah. way. But I don't think, I think a lot of people are saying that a lot of stuff that he did was edited out. Yeah. But, you know, so th- again, that's an Indian perspective. Yeah. And she went for herself. And I can't even tell you how happy I was. Oh, God. That she specifically stands there in the mind up and says, I'm choosing myself because choosing myself over choosing you, like someone like this who yeah. doesn't value me, like doesn't see me. Well, even for her to get to see, even for her to get to that point, it's like it would have taken a lot. It would have taken, but it's also this whole thing about like I could never imagine, even now, like let's just say that sort of you know I got engaged and stuff like that, and all of a sudden I realise, oh hold on, this is not what I want. I can't, I like I can imagine it being a massive like, oh my god, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? You're, do you know what yeah. I mean? Not, and saying that actually, I did. I met this girl who like she was serving us tea. She they've got their own family business in Wembley somewhere. And like we just started chatting and she was saying that like she was with she was with this guy literally I think it's this happened very recently she was with this guy for about two or three years they got engaged it was like she had she was engaged for about eight months and then the more she got to know her mother-in-law and how her mother-in-law treated him and how he was when his mom was around she was like this is not good for me I could she literally she was like it was something deep inside of me where I was just like oh, hold on, this is not good for me. I cannot, this is not something that I want. And she broke it off. She was like, "Wow." she broke it off. And one of the first things I said was just like, first of all, I was like, well done for you. Absolutely well done. Hats off to you. But I was like, you know, how are your family with that? Like, you know, she goes, you know what, it was difficult. But she goes, my mum was my biggest advocate. You know, she goes, if this is what you want, then absolutely. She goes, I'll support you in every way. Because you can say, everyone's going to be like, oh, of course, your parents are going to want to be happy. But I would not be surprised if there are a lot of, especially women, who have been in that situation and feel trapped and who people are like, no, 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 everything will work. And this is another thing. Any relationships are work, right? Yeah, absolutely. And regardless of, you know, we we are fed these fairy tales of oh my god living happily ever after but the w- that's not the reality it's not the reality regardless whether you're married whether you're not relationships are work yeah. and you invest yourself in that and i think the reason why a lot of uh, the reason why when relationships end and people feel sad is because it's not just about that what that person did to me but you feel sad about how much you've invested yourself in it yeah. but i would never say that that that's ever a waste you always learn from that so that's what, in this love is blind thing, this is the thing that I was wanting to say, actually. Yeah. Because the guy, 
on paper, he was the ideal guy. He was good looking. Hmm. He had a good job. He was about to start his own business. He had his own flat. Like, on paper. On paper. But he was such a shitty person. But you see, that's all material things. This is it. But this is the thing which was so good that she chose herself and her mum, her parents and whatever. They were all on her side. And obviously Mm. this is done in front of the whole world because it's not a bloody reality TV show. Actually, you're saying that. I've had conversations with some of my cousins and I, I remember quite a while ago, this was a good five, six years ago. I had a, I had a conversation with one of my cousins and I asked him, I was like, oh, you know, this was before he was dating or anything. And I was like, oh, what's happening? You know, how's how are things going? And he said to me, he's like, you know what, Shama? He's like, it's really hard because girls these days want a guy who has got, ha- uh, you know, has got a house and who's got a really good job and who can like do like have loads of money and stuff like that. And I was, and the thing is my whole, th- I was like, I don't think that. Yeah, I, I was like, not at all. I was like, no, like, absolutely not i was like no they generally they just want a guy who is emotionally available and yeah. who who is right for them in and who in, makes an effort who makes an effort who has that sentiment sentiment of supporting them and being them in the right way and that is why it, it is one of those things where not everyone is for everyone mm. but his experience was the women that he he had met or the women that he had spoken to probably said that to him that that's what i want yeah i mean i can understand that because i've had i've i've heard that from guys as well yeah they do come across women like that but i think it's really weird you say that because i've had very weird rejections in in myself i've had someone rejected me because i was vegetarian what someone rejected me because i'm living with my parents yeah, and then the, I think well, who was it? Was there one other one which was okay. really funny? I can't remember what it was, but yeah, it, it's it's really like you know when you're growing up or you're like trying to date in mm. a, a date in a in a generation of dating apps. Yeah, it's so difficult to find that needle in a haystack where yeah. you just want someone who's bloody normal. Did and you know, like, and all these things like living with my parents, being vegetarian, yeah, having a you know having a podcast. I don't know what it is, but, but you know, the, it's one the, of those things where you yeah. just you're not looking at the person, the person. strips back of all of that but it's i'm so okay being that is being vegetarian yeah. is a whole he didn't he couldn't so he couldn't i asked him if it was an issue yeah and he said i don't know okay. and then two days later he blocked me and there was no like argument there was no like we didn't hardly message in those two days and he just blocked me and in my head i'm like why can't you stand up and just say i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry but yeah you I know, don't I prefer someone who eats meat or I don't know. Just because say that. it's really interesting because my husband doesn't eat meat. My husband doesn't drink. I drink. I eat meat. But it's not but that's also because you met and you've been able to figure yourselves out kind of thing. Yeah, but it's I think it's also the fact that that's such a small thing. I feel like a it's a small, very small thing. Like it it's so insignificant yeah. of everything. I mean I don't mind if anyone eats meat. I, mean, I don't even mind if someone eats meat on my plate as long as they don't touch my plate. <laughs> but, but you see, this is... <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is... That's such a minor, th- that's such a yeah, minor yeah, yeah. thing. But this is what I mean. Like, in this dating app generation, there is th- there are minor things that stop you talking yeah. to someone and want you to like, unmatch or block or whatever. And I've been through all, pretty much a lot of scenarios that people probably don't even think of. I've been through those. Mm. But it's just one of those things where you just... You know, like you have to just accept. It's, it's very, it's very soul destroying. Sometimes yeah, dating apps imagine. are soul destroying. But at the same time, you can sometimes meet someone who's yeah. relatively normal. But obviously, everyone comes with their own kind of, you know, quirks, if you like. And yeah. it's it's kind of a matter of figuring out if you both like each other or want it to move forward with yeah. those quirks. And can you man? Can you 
deal with them can you deal with see uh, what i'm finding right now as well which i find like is now that i'm married even the way some of my family members are with me is very different it's very much i'm married now so they just treat me differently and it's 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 what kind of different like if do you have an example that you can share so like when when i go back home when i've gone back home and i've you know and i've stayed Obviously, I'm still myself. I'm still going to say that if I disagree with something and if, if I, you know, say something that they don't agree with or, you know, there's some sort of argument brewing. Like before, they'd obviously, as my parents, they'd be like, uh, why are you arguing with me? Don't, you know, like they'd go at it. But I've noticed every time these things happen, it's kind of very kind of mellowed down and been like, oh, OK, then that's OK. You know, like it's fine. They've just been like, all right, if that's what you think, then okay like they just don't it's really really strange that is like, really weird you know even their tone changes and it's just and well <laughs> my sister said it as well she's just like yeah now that you're married like everyone's like oh my god trauma's married so also because <laughs> because they throughout most of my life i was probably the last person they thought that would live my like get married and have this mm-hmm. life because i was so i was a tomboy i was there was i never found any interest in relationships or being that typical kind of girl who wants these things so I think it's it's very much like oh okay but it's because their own perception of 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 marriage and their own their own perception of oh okay it's because this is what girls are supposed to do she's finally found her like you know and I feel like now I'm discovering myself more than I was before like I'm doing new things I've I'm, I'm able. Well, I, I say that I'm able to do all, all the things that I wasn't able to do before. Simple things like, oh, I want to go on holiday for a few days with my now husband. I can go without any. Yeah. It's weird, but it's sort of in order for me to have had done that before, I needed to be married. And to be honest, it doesn't really make a difference because I. What does going? What does walking around a fire giving me some jewelry change? Like, what does that change? I think it kind of. I'm not trying to be on their side. No, but of course. I, just feel like, I feel like I understand that because they think that it's it's almost like you're not their responsibility anymore. But yeah, it, that's well. Yeah, it, it, the thing is, it's well. His my dad's thing was well. What what will I say to people? What will people? You know think? what that really annoys me because I have this conversation sometimes of say I want to go not not with a guy but just I want to go somewhere and I don't really want anyone to know yeah for whatever reason yeah. like it could just be that i want a private you know i don't know but anyway i think i feel like i it's one of those things where it's just like what would we tell the people and we've spoken I've spoken about this in another episode mm. that you know sometimes what the community thinks is more than what what yeah you want to kind mm. of have your, your personal relationship but i do feel like it's it uh, this might sound weird but i feel like there's a gender yeah difference of how that's happened because in my family i feel like the boys have been able to go wherever they want with oh, their girlfriends, fiancés, wherever. Yeah. But if I was to do something like that at the age of 40, um, I'd probably not find it as hard as if I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. But if I was in my 20s in a relationship and wanted to go on holiday with my partner, my parents would be exactly the same as what yours have said. Well, it's even, it's it's funny because even like, when when he said, first of all, when my dad said that, I was like, so what do you tell everyone when I go on holiday with my friends? Yeah, do why you, can't you do just you say even, she's gone with friends? Or do you even do you even say Shama's gone on holiday? 
Yeah. Like, do they even why know? Does it need why does it need to be? Yeah. Discussion, yeah. And then, and this is another thing: the age, the age old. Oh, you know, all your life for girls. Don't talk to. And actually, for some some guys as well, go through this. Don't talk to girls. Don't talk to the opposite sex. Don't look at them. Don't don't even don't, like if they come up to you, just say I can't talk to you. Like, do not do anything. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, when you hit your twenties, oh yeah, go live when your are life. You getting married. Get married to them. Share a life with them. Share your whole world. Yeah. Like it makes no sense whatsoever yeah this thing that i think it boils down to in some senses is that for our parents and like past generations that's all they knew i remember talking to my i talked to my nanny actually um when i was in college and you know she was talking to me about sort of getting married she's like you know you know you guys are getting older so maybe you know you got to think about getting married and stuff like that even then i was just like i don't know if i want to get married and she was like, in a really calm, calm way, she was like, no, you, everyone needs a life partner. Yeah, I think that's, that's it, isn't it? It's, that's why people see marriage as, like we're saying, an yeah. achievement that, wow, you found someone who wants to spend yeah. their life with you. Yeah. But it's not, I don't think it's that easy because, it's you know, not. like, you don't know that that person is going to be with you for life, for one. Hmm. And secondly, people change. Like, you might even change. Yeah. And you might not even feel but right. See, okay, so now that you, this is another reason why it took me so long to, come to both i think both me and my husband to come to that point of okay we are now in the right position ourselves we are happy within ourselves to be able to give ourselves to each other in this way because it is that whole thing of we changed we did change and as relationships I mean, go 11 12 years is a long time so is, you would have and it, plus if you met in your 20s you know but what do you like we met in uni i'm sorry but we i was living out i mean it was the best time of my life and this is another thing like being out in uni taught me so much more about myself because it taught me so much more about oh hold on no i have to be the right person for me in order for me to be the right person for anybody else i would have really serious conversations with my husband to be like look if i'm unhappy with something and if something doesn't work for me i've never had anyone stop me from sort of manipulating me to be like oh no you know you have to carry on the way you are and I was like my you know my friends are the ones that are always going to be there for me you can walk out anytime you want but my friends will always be first but then the more our relationship developed the more I developed I realized hold on I'm first it's me so if something doesn't work for me and if I'm not happy with something I'm not going to take the next step to do that if you know and I was very much aware that if we got married in our 20s at a time where we weren't available, where we weren't ready, it wouldn't just be not detrimental. It wouldn't just affect me and him. It would affect our families, yeah. and it would affect everyone. Yeah. Everyone, and you know, we would, we always wanted to come from a place of mutual respect and mutual kind of understanding. That okay, if things didn't work out, you know, it it wouldn't. Okay, yeah, it would be heartbreaking, but it wouldn't be because someone did anything wrong. It would just be because, well, one of us or either of us, there was there was some disbalance that we couldn't solve luckily that hasn't happened that's why i say that it's so important it's so so important for you to kind of know what you want and understand that you will change people will change and the right person for someone else and an idea of the right person is not always the same as an actual right person yeah but it's also i think for me it's also about how someone might treat me yeah and i think there are like I said in dating apps, you don't you don't always find people who like are only talking to you, and 
that's fine because you know that's that's normal yeah that's that's totally fine but it's just sometimes you know like sometimes when you're like for example if you have a phone call or whatever it is but at this age i know how i want to be treated and if i'm not going to get that Mm. no disrespect but this ain't working and i and i I don't mean that in a i can't adjust kind of thing i mean that in a way of a basic how you want to be treated not a very complicated how you want to be treated But a very basic, at a very basic level, how you want someone to treat you is with respect. It's with respect, right? Yeah. And everything else comes along with that. If I don't yeah. get that, I'm very easily going to be like, see you later. See you. That to me, I think I figured out is because I'm not willing to settle, but also I'm not willing to bring someone in my life where I then have to like teach them how to treat people. I think there there does come, there is a sense of teaching someone how to treat you and because no, but so if I'm uh, realistically, if you if someone treats you with respect, that means they treat other people with respect. Yeah, not in a bad way, but you're a stranger mm. at that point. Yeah, and if they can't even give you basic respect, then there's yeah. an issue. I, I feel that. like there's an issue. Yeah, and I don't no, mean basic. I don't. Ba- I don't mean like I, I didn't say teach someone how to treat me. I said teach someone how to, to treat, treat people. people. Yeah, because if you pe- if you treat people a certain way, that's going to translate into your relationship yeah. at some that's point. True. And I think that's a base level thing that I I look for. So, okay, so you've spoken about the, the negative responses that you've received when someone asks you about your status. You know, I'm sure there are people out there who are like, oh my God, I've done that to people and, and <laughs> unknowingly been like, oh my God. How, what would be the appropriate way of being like, oh, okay, so you're not married? What would be the appropriate like response to, oh, you're not married? How would you, how, how would you? I don't you understand like- why people ask that. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean. So I think that this is what I don't understand why people even have to bring it up. Because it's none of anyone's business. If you're close enough to yeah. someone, if I was close enough to someone, that I would have an on-the-level conversation. So what you're talking about is the question of why are you not married, not are you married? Because they're two different questions. Yeah. Yeah. I get okay. asked both of them. Yeah. Like, you know, if someone who doesn't know me that well won't know whether I'm married or not, because yeah. I probably won't bring up, obviously yeah. I'm not going to bring up anything specific. But I think it's, for me, it's one of those things where I just, I wonder why people ask. There's yeah. only once where I thought, you know what, that was actually quite reasonable. I think it was an uncle or something at some yeah. family thing. And he was just sort of like, have you met anyone yet? And I was like, no, not really. I said, I've met loads of people. We're not the right person. Yeah. And he was like, would you like some help? Oh, yeah. See. And that was a really open. Yeah. Do you want me to set you up with someone yeah. kind of thing? Which wasn't specifically, can I set you up with someone? But yeah. Was it was just like, do you need, do you need some, some help? help? Oh, like, would you really, like some help? That's a really nice way of saying it. Yeah, and I just, I, I looked at him and I went, I'm open to anything. And I literally <laughs> am open to anything. But it's just yeah. because to me, I feel like you can meet someone through any avenue in life, whether that's a family intro, a yeah. dating app, a dating event, yeah. or even just in life. Yeah. Like, I'm not, you know, like I'm not closed, like there's no closed doors. Yeah. But I do feel like some some people just feel like it's just the inquisitiveness of people that I don't mm. really agree with. Because if I knew someone was single or, for example, even if I knew someone had got divorced recently, yeah. I would not bring that up. If, unless I was a very close person, yeah. I wouldn't bring it up because it's none of my business. And also it's quite traumatic for the other person so, to be asked that. Do you okay. see what I mean? So... Because the thing is, I can also understand why some people would say not to be, not to be judgmental, not to be sort of inquisitive in a negative way. They just want to know more about you. Uh, some people might ask you, okay, why are you not married? Because they want to know, is it something that you even want? It might even be something that you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, I don't want that. So, you know, kind of. But I've not been asked, why are you not married? I've not, I've not been oh, asked Oh, you've been asked, that. you've been asked, why have you not found someone? Yeah. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. But it's it's one it's it's just yeah, I just find questions like that where I just sit there and I'm like, I don't really talk to anyone about this apart from my very apart close very friends. friends. Because you family. can't you the thing is because the only reason I'm asking is because you can't avoid that question from arising because we still I, this is what i yeah, don't understand like, like why? this is what we're talking about now it's why sort is of that just relevant? why is it why is it i mean to be honest it's actually not any it's this is not, what i mean it's coming it's to relevant. a stage it's not relevant anymore and i think you know people's life choices and people's life experiences are all different that you know there was a set standard of how people should be like our parents were set up they had arranged marriages and you know this is going to sound quite controversial and I've I have said this before and I've had mixed reviews on it but people from my mum's generation sometimes I think if half the people had the freedom to marry whoever they wanted to I don't think a lot of those couples would be together (laughs) I'm gonna be honest if there was the opportunity for divorce I think you know and divorce wasn't such a taboo in that sense in I mean it still is but not as much I, I honestly think that a lot okay I won't say a lot but I think a percentage more than it is now would not be together and because they literally had to just shut up and get on with it this is what you know this is how it how it is um I think the mentality like I said it was different yeah it was very definitely. different then I think what we want now is always a bit more yeah than the previous generation we, we are we come from a very privileged situation where we are allowed to have that freedom if I wanted to get married sort of yes let, let's say if I was born sort of 10 years earlier or maybe maybe more it would be very difficult for yeah. me to want to marry my husband because he's not in my community he's not he's very different like I mean it took me ages to tell my parents about my husband that's not the only reason but it was quite like because I, I I would I remember as I would I was as I was growing up I didn't think that any other any other um option was available to me it was like no 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 in order for everyone to be happy I would have to marry in the community which is probably why I was like well I don't think I want to marry any, anyone in the community so I don't think I'm going to get married but then again there comes a point as we always say like you've got to look into yourself and and we are in a privileged position where we can we have the option it's a lot more accepted to but i also don't think that marriage is for, relationships are for everyone but i don't think marriage is for everyone you can be in a relationship for the rest of your life you don't need to get married yeah exactly so. but i think it is it is always different difficult yeah in the british asian community yeah because it yeah, is still. seen as the ultimate thing to do is seen as oh my god you haven't met anyone yet like you've not poor met anyone you. that wants to spend their life with you poor you yeah. um but i think is it it I'd like to think that it's changed, but yeah. the kind of questions that come at me sometimes are just like, yeah, everyone thinks the same thing. Um, mm. But it is one of those things where I just want to say you can be single and still looking at the age of 40 and yeah. you're not, the reason you've not met anyone is purely because you've not met the right person. Life can be like that. It's not a bad thing to know what you want and know how you want to be treated. And if you're not getting that, like there's a little bit of adjustment I can do, but I Mm. cannot fully adjust to someone who's treating me like shit. Sorry, but I can't. It's true. Um, But yeah. And you have to, you have to do what serves you. Make your own rules. Like the biggest thing is make your own rules. But that's really difficult to do when you have pressure. Yeah, of course it is. Um, I would just say to anyone listening, anyone who is relevant and anyone who thinks that they've had that conversation with someone when they've got nothing to do with their life, just think very hard before you ask that question. Because sometimes there is a lot going on. And the reasons, if they're none of your business and this person is just just you being nosy, Mm. 
that person might have been through something mm. or you know felt the pressure yeah. or you know at some point just had to deal with something and there's a reason there could be a reason there could be yeah you know you don't know what that is and you don't think you don't know if that's your if you're in a position to even ask that yeah um exactly but also i think everyone should just think about whether it's relevant to ask yeah that's the thing that i would say and and kind of just look into yourself as well that do you do you personally think that that person is lesser than you because they're not married because Because certain people do come across like that even if Mm. they don't realize it but then i also think that you also have to put yourself in a position if you are in a relationship or if you are are married you know how would you feel if you hadn't met that person and regardless of how we develop marriage is still seen some as something that is an ultimate it's also because it's seen as a happy ever after Mm. and coming from a place where i've um, recently married it's like i said it always takes work and Mm. the idea of happy ever after is very misconstrued so i'm hoping that that notion changes because it's different for everyone yeah and people are different it works for some people everyone's life course is different exactly it works for some doesn't work for others exactly um, and with that guys yeah we hope that you've enjoyed this episode emery are any last words i don't think i have any <laughs> last words i think i've said a lot of words yeah um but yeah just wanted to give a shout out to uh shy hussein again who created our sound at the beginning you can hear it and at the end and also just to say please please visit our socials socials um on instagram we are at voice it out podcast and on facebook we are also we've got a page called voice it out with shama and amrita and also if you want to get in touch with us please send us a dm on uh instagram comment mm-hmm. on you know posts but also we have a email address which is voice it out podcast at gmail.com yeah. so we'll be bringing out a mailing list soon as well absolutely so, so if you want to be part of our mailing list also email us or just get in touch with us somehow we have our personal socials as well we do. um and just let us know and we will add you to our mailing list to which we will be using very soon very soon uh, you'll be able to listen to our previous episodes on basically anywhere spotify amazon audible um google podcasts anywhere you get your podcast you'll be able, you should be able to listen to them and if you can't just let us know and we'll see what we can do but you should um thank you so much for listening we hope that we have enlightened you a little bit <laughs> opened up new ways of thinking uh, or a as, can of worms <laughs> or a can of worms um please 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 do get in contact with us with anything that you feel like oh my god you didn't speak about this or if there's anything that you want us to talk about let us know absolutely so we will sign off and we will see you next time next time take care bye Bye.